I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Nicholas. Yeah. What the, what the fuck does this message say? He's the host of a UK podcast called That Universal Podcast, a Universal yeah. Orlando theme park podcast. Yeah. I love Sam. I love Universal Orlando. I've yeah. been there at a fucking great time. The thought of a podcast by someone in the UK about that place <laughs> sickens me to the fucking core <laughs> of my being. You know what? I'm going to start doing a fucking podcast every week about Chessington World of Adventures. Right. In an American accent. And it's just on my own. And it's just me. It's like, hi, I'm Sandalini, and this is Chessington Review. For all my listeners in the States, Chessington World of Adventures is kind of like a theme park, like your Disney World, but it's shitter. And it has giraffes there. <laughs> and... That podcast, Sam, will have more listeners than, than Matey Boys within a week. Now, and you won't even be trying, will you? The thing that annoys me most about Nicholas Chew's request, though, is that he wants us to uh, feel free to use it as a way to abuse myself, and he mentions three other people. I'm not going to mention them, because no, I think he's like, he's subscribed, and he wants to get an abusive message for him, plus his three pals. Well, why don't you tell these fucking three pals of yours that they can subscribe? We're not dishing out yeah. group offers, dickhead. Also, I'm looking at the clock here. It's gone way over the maximum time for this, so fuck off, Nicholas. Fuck off. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to another episode of That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick and on this episode we've got quite a packed house. We have got uh, Sinead. Hello. We have got Ryan. Hello. We have got Mr. D. Top of the morning. We've got no P-dubs because he is on vacay. I, I think that's what the cool kids say, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a cool kid. Well, I was going to say, are yeah, you yeah. anticipating any of us referring well, yeah, to ourselves as cool kids? <laughs> well, yeah, because huh. you're under 30, so, you know. Just. Yeah, there's a few under 30. Cool. You know, I thought I counted, but, you know, whatever. Um, but speaking of old bastards, we've got Craig. He's gone. Is this, the first, is this the first time Craig's ever been quiet, quiet on a podcast? Dramatic effect. I just press the pause button to see if it works. And it works. It does, but it also messes up my editing, so cheers for that. <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah. No, wow. I <laughs> pretend that I'm editing this podcast. I'm not editing the podcast. Um... How are we all doing? Doing good. Yay. Enjoying the lovely lockdown still that we, we're all under. If not, I... the lockdown yeah. is a myth. It's not happening. I'm in tier three and I can vouch it's just not happening. It's bullshit. It's fake. I can't talk. So what, one thing I was surprised about, Craig, I, I assumed that Starbucks and places like that would be shut, but obviously not. Um, it was quite funny. I, the other day, I went out for a walk. Is, is this actually funny, though? Is this going to be funny? Not as funny as you ate in your wrist. Okay, and, fine. Um, 
we were going to get the babies at McDonald's. So I ordered on the app to pick it up as we walked past and I caused an incident. So McDonald's is still open, but drive through only, but they're still taking orders on the app, but it doesn't say drive through only. So I had to queue up behind a car to try and get the order. <laughs> oh my God. And she, she talked, um, there was a, a gentleman from another part of the world in front of me in his car who couldn't speak Scouse and she couldn't speak where he was from. So that back and forwards went on for about five minutes and it was a chicken select, I think, that he wanted. And then when it was my turn to go up to the thing, she wouldn't talk to me, she just blanked me. So I was jumping up and down and pretending to be a car and it didn't work. Hang on, and hang on, it, hang on. What? You were jumping what? up and down pretending to be a car. Have you ever seen a car? Yeah. Is it like the episode of Mr. Bean where he's at the um, swimming pool. He's just jumping up and down to try and open a barrier or something. Well, that's what I was trying to do, like trigger the things. I was trying to be like Snoop Dogg in his car, bouncing and all that. And uh, there was some fella having a biff around the back, and I had to go and get him and say, hey, mate, she's ignoring me. I've ordered two Happy Meals here, and I'm not very happy. So he put a ciggy out and went and got them for me. There's a whole kind of... There's a soap opera you could make of that, that whole thing, really, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, and that, but five that, uh, good characters in that one. Yeah. The woman behind me, she started kicking off because I wouldn't get out the way. So I got out the way, let her drive up. And then <laughs> I said, look, love, just do us a favour. Just let me talk to the girl because she's ignoring me. And you're in a car and I'm not. So the car pulled up and she went, she's not going to talk to you because you haven't got a mask on and you haven't got a car. So. In all fairness, this, this does sound like an episode of Brookside. It is. Yeah. I mean, if anyone, if anyone like tries to think why did I cancel cancel Brookside, it's because they had storylines just like this. <laughs> it sounds like the world, the, like the worst BBC comedy show. You know, and I like do those like comedy showcase things, like fifteen minutes long. It's a little comedy skit. Yeah, it's the kind of like crap that they, you know, when they're really scraping the barrel, they would come out with. But I do I know. know that McDonald's have at least in the UK, they will not allow you to go through the drive-thru if you don't have a car. Which is just... in the name, I think. Yeah, but, but like as Craig as Craig said, if they've got that stupid rule in place, they need to make exceptions because they can't if they're if they're gonna take your order. Talk the order. It doesn't when... say anywhere on the app. No, but also only. and also on the app it doesn't say to you, are you in a car? Yes or no. So they don't know, but that's not that's not Craig's fault. They shouldn't. They should be Thanks, specifying Nick. it's drive through only, and then you I, know. I suggest I suggest next time turning up in a cardboard car because at least yeah. you are in a car. Or one, they used to. Little, one of those little pedal cars. One of those little <laughs> crazy oh, coupe. Oh, could you red imagine white ones? Yeah. Can on a tricycle, just me you, on a tricycle. No, but can no, you imagine Craig? Can you imagine Craig in a crazy coupe? It'd be like um, Dino and the Flintstones. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. She wouldn't <laughs> even have to rooftop. lean out of the window. I mean, she would to see the car, but not to make eye contact. Oh my god! And I heard a rumor that John Cleese is actually going to play Craig in Scouse of the movie. He's oh, right high. Yeah, now, it's gone. It's gone straight Starbucks. to. It's gone straight to Disney Plus, though. It's not going to be released. What's going on with Starbucks? North South Divide, because you've got the pumpkin spice, but we got the side. 
What is going on? That was right. a bit of the Anfield draft day. It's the same. It's what the is same going thing on? That happens. It's the same thing that happens every year in our speciality drinks, and that is that they just don't order enough for the country. There's so enough, there's we haven't. There's enough in Brighton. <laughs> and that's saying something, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, I've not missed a day. Oh my god! Literally, Christ. His belly is just a pulsating scab now, where he's had to inject himself because <laughs> of his pumpkin spice lattes. I mean. I and, and up here, yeah, we can't get them. I have to skip breakfast and lunch most days. I'm not even joking. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, that's bad. Two weeks before October. Two weeks before Halloween. They've sold yeah, but, out in Liverpool. Yeah, Craig, they've sold out where I live as well. They sold out last week. And this happens the same at Christmas. Like, if I don't get my eggnog lattes in by the second week of December, I, I'm not having one. Because they're gone. Show title, Starbucks is shit. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the show title. Maybe my local store ordered extra in because I was in there every single day of of late August into the end of September asking if it was in yet. Are you sure that we need five pallets worth of eggnog latte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some dick who keeps coming in saying he's going to drink the whole lot. We'll, <laughs> we'll shift it. Don't worry. Don't no, worry. Liverpool doesn't need it. Or, or they haven't. They haven't put it together that it's one guy. Ryan goes in every day in a different costume. Yeah. Oh, there's hundreds of people looking for this. We've got to get loads in. My name, Mr. Burns. He's trained Piper to go in already. <laughs> What's the PSL situation in Ireland? I won't lie. I've only had one from actual Starbucks. But as far as I'm aware, Kate gets them quite regularly, and I think they're still a thing here. But we got them ages before you guys. We had them what, like a month or so beforehand. We do have, <laughs> them, in, but the P in Ireland, the P in Ireland stands for potato. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Hang on, are we not talking about potato spice lattes? Yeah, um, we are now. The, the, I did see though, my local Starbucks. They've got some Halloween like frappuccino in or something, like some vampire frappuccino or something. Yeah, it just looks like a hot mess. Like, I ain't touching that. No, No, I think I got it one year, years ago, and it was absolutely atrocious. So I was like, nah. Yeah, they look cool, but that's that's it's all style and no substance, pretty much like myself. Um, bearing in mind that I don't usually go to coffee shops that much because I've got a coffee machine here, I've managed to get to Starbucks Gold membership within two weeks of um, October. Good Jesus, Ryan. Yeah, god. What does gold membership get you? I think it just gets you like free shots and syrups and stuff. Yeah, I lost my gold membership last year and I've I've never forgiven Starbucks for it. I should have done more gold rush promotions. Anyway, look, this isn't the Starbucks podcast. And Craig, <laughs> don't think we're not going to start a Starbucks podcast. Don't even suggest it. Craig Craig thinks of something. Like you'll look at a fish finger. Oh, we should do a fish finger podcast. It's not that how this works. Be a podcast. Although you do say that, Nick, but didn't you want to do like a vegan and veggie alternative podcast at one stage? Oh, <laughs> no, me. no, no. It's a blade of grass. No, no, no more podcasts. Bad enough. This is this is it. I'm quitting after tonight. Everything. Um, right, we've got. We actually have got some stuff to talk about tonight. We've got some little bit of news, and we've because Craig's back. We've got the the last of the the first round of the draft. It literally really takes us three or four months to do this. It took Ryan 42 minutes. Yep. 
on theme park training. Well, that's because yeah, it's because Ryan's in charge of it. Here we've got you in charge of it, which is a bit and like Ryan made all the decisions up. and Dan tried to get a word in. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how, uh, to be fair, he put his foot down about flight passage and, and the fans voted and he lost. So that is true. God love you, Dan. God love you. So before we go on to that, we should really check what everyone's drinking. So uh Craig, what tea are you drinking? It mint tea to cleanse sure. my colon. Shows I've a reason to drink mint tea, but there you go. Uh, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got some vanilla Coke Zero. <gasps> oh. Oh, that was quite the reaction. Don't, that's, that's quite a rare drink. I love that. That's a great drink. Oh, Normally got some Coke form Zero. of alcohol pulsing through your, your veins. What's happened? I know. I decided I'd give myself a break this week. Oh. I mean, not that I've just been sitting at home drinking. I just fancy the vanilla Coke Zero. <laughs> I do like vanilla Coke Zero. Vanilla Coke Zero is the the uh, Mewtwo of the uh, the Coke world. Really? Right? Like, I managed to one? get like a two liter bottle of it in Tesco. I don't think we sell it in in England anymore. Yeah, I can get it. I can get it at my local news agent's down the road. Yeah, but it's simple, isn't it? Probably, but it yeah. Tastes great. I'm not saying you can't buy it. I'm just saying that I, I, I believe Coca-Cola UK discontinued it. They do this every few years. I will bring vanilla coke back. I will discontinue it again. It's literally Coca-Cola Bellens. Starbuck pricks. Coca-Cola Bellens. Keep lining them up and I'll keep knocking them out the park. Now there's a show title. Uh Ryan, what are you drinking? I have a, a cup of Twinings English breakfast tea. Mmm, the twinnings. I tried uh, the, the biscuit tea, the Yorkshire tea. Which one? The the biscuit or the... the biscuit oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the other one's jam on toast, isn't it? I can't, I can't find that one. I'll biscuit. send you the box. If you if you can find the jam on, jam on toast, that would be grand. Send me a box as well, because I can't find it either. Nick said it was an ASDA, but I don't have an ASDA near me. <laughs> we'll send you PSLs, you send us jam yeah. on toast. Boom. I've got the bedtime Yorkshire tea as well. I thought the biscuit one was awful. No, oh, no, I like the biscuit one. It's nice, yeah. It does grow on you, though. I gotta oh, say, because at the beginning I was like, "Oh no, this is just a gimmick." But so after a while, well, yeah. I'll stick with it because I've only had two cups so far. Yeah, like stick with really, it, right? I've not really been in the mood for it. I've kind of, I think I built it up too much. The yeah. jam and toast literally tastes of jam and toast. Mm, yeah, I don't believe that. Weird. They've just not had any stock in my Morrison's at all. Oh, just not any sucking my Morrison's. Oh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't say Waitrose, did I? When I was Waitrose. fox hunting the other day, I didn't realize the poor Morrison. person riding the back of Dan. I didn't, didn't realize that Morrison's was so upmarket. Uh, I did don't... my roast dinner yesterday from from Waitrose. Oh my god, we don't we don't have a lot of Morrison's in the south. We, like, we do have them, but they're they're the rarest. They're the Mewtwo of the supermarkets. Yeah. The royal yeah. penis is cl- clean. <laughs> We're not talking about coming to America. Um, right, I've just got um, cherry Pepsi Max because I'm I'm not allowed to have alcohol at the moment. And I learned that out the hard way on Friday after a few pints of Red Stripe. Doesn't, doesn't mix with, with painkillers. No. no oh, it, it does, does not. mix with painkillers. Mm, not, well, not, yeah, but badly. Yeah, yeah, not, not particularly well. Um, right, uh, let's start with uh, a bit of news. A bit of news. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Oh. I think uh, Mr. Oh. D's. Uh... Oh, you know what? We got so we got so distracted with stupid flavored teas. That was um, a persistent cough. Yeah, many years old. Uh-oh. I think we should shoot them. <laughs> knock knock. COVID calling. Don't um, waste the bullet. What are you drinking, Mr. D? Because it's going to be exciting now. Nothing. Exciting. Nothing stupidly flavored. I'm drinking a pumpkin spice gin and tonic. No, I'm not. It's just it's an orange flavored. <laughs> Tankery Sevilla gin and tonic, actually. Very Is it nice. a blood orange or and, just an orange? No, it's just an orange. But having said that, though, it is Halloween themed because we're having a bit of a Halloween party on Friday night. And I bought these. It's like a silicon mold for ice cubes and they're little skulls. So nice. I have skull Amazing. ice cubes. There you go. Love it. Chin chin. Oh, I do like a, a funky ice cube shape. Do you? Yeah, I do. I've got I've got some Lego ones. Have you? Yeah. And you've got a bride. You actually got married. Um, I mean, only thirty people attended the ceremony, and some of them are now dead. So, make of that what you will. Well, uh, on to the news. <laughs> <laughs> After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Um, right, so Smooth. Uh, who who wants to who wants to go first? Does anybody want to go first? I've got some I, bits. I, I can start with go one. on. I'll start with one thing. Um the cinematic celebration is back. You literally just over. took the one and only story I've had for the last three months. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck you to <laughs> hell and back. Hang on, you've been selling this for three months, have you? No, it's the it's... first time I've actually looked for news in three months. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but Ryan will actually have some background on this. Yes, I do have some background. They they were testing it this past weekend. Um, so it's the first, I think the first kind of big nighttime show with fireworks that Orlando has had for quite some time. Um, they they were testing it. What's the date? He's literally reading this for WDWNT. I'm not. I'm not. So they tested it uh, last weekend. No, I, I don't read stuff from them. Thank you. Um, I, I read stuff from Inside I the Magic where, where they copy from. Um, and it's coming back for Halloween as well, um, so Saturday. But yeah, it's, it seems to have run fairly smoothly. A lot of people on, on Twitter were saying that they were checking people with distance from each other. They were checking people wearing masks. And as far as I can tell, it's been a success for social distancing and running a nighttime show. I think it's easier to manage <clears throat> than, say, a Disney show, especially, say, one around Cinderella Castle. Mm. But... Yeah, it's it's great to see a nighttime show back in Orlando, and I think hopefully the Universal team ag- agree that the test went relatively well. Hopefully, we we see the return this weekend as well for Halloween, 
and it continues after that. So I think it's great to see it. Be interesting to see how many times they show it a night because I mean I can't remember how many can anyone remember how many times they showed it during Halloween Horror Nights last year? Maybe two. Twice. Yeah, I think it was yeah, twice. It was at least it was at least twice. I mean, neither showing that I mean I know we was only there for like the weekend, but there wasn't a showing that, that was rammed. You know, I think the, the earlier showing was was normally a little bit busier that weekend that we were there. But do you know what I mean? It was if you never felt like you were you couldn't breathe or you were squashed with people, you could you could quite easily swing your arms around mm. and not hit somebody. And so you did. Huh? And you did, I remember you dancing. Yeah, I was dancing by myself though. Dancing on my own. Um but but the, the, because they have it in that kind of like <laughs> in um i think it works quite well right whilst like what ryan was saying is true that when you've got your castle show at cinderella's castle main street is packed and the hub is packed and no mm-hmm. so yeah. i think I that's think, um, the uh, other one that could work potentially is um epcot rivers of light <laughs> <laughs> no one was there anyway um, Epcot could potentially work, but with a new show on the way, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, if they were still doing um, Illuminations, then I think that's that would have been fair enough because, you know, people that have seen it a lot of times won't necessarily, you know, be there to see it. But, yeah, oh, it's good. I mean, we did wonder how long it was going to be before, you know, Orlando started seeing some nighttime entertainment again in, in, in the form of these kind of shows. Um, and Universal, you know, they're, they're the first to open back up and then the first to bring back uh, a nighttime show. So, you know, fair play. It wasn't yeah. that good a show, though, was it really? What? It's just water fountains with a bit of movie stuff projected onto it and a bit of background music. So, ET, that's, that's ooh, every that's every nighttime ET show, music. you muppet. Yeah, it was it was boring. Well, I hate water fountains. Phantasmic is brilliant, apart from the water fountains. So stupid. Craig, do you just not like fun? Whatever. Yes. Yes, he doesn't, Sinead. No, they don't do... The, the fireworks are all, like, rubbish in Universal because they can't go high up in the sky. So they're just, like, little poof ones. And then it's just water fountains. Mm, well... I think it's I think it's a pretty good show. I mean, some of the movie clips are good, and it's just a bit a bit different. I mean, they got it a lot, haven't they? What else are they going to project it on? Yeah. Marathon yeah. Marathon of Mayhem just... last year was brilliant. I don't know what Craig is smoking. Well, the only the only the only mm. bad experience we've had was we went once. It wasn't the Halloween one. It was the regular one. Yeah, and it was pretty windy that night, and it did break up the fountains. So that was exactly pretty crap. But that was. Well, just one time. I mean, normally it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, anyway, Disneyland Paris did the same thing uh, with their fireworks. Now they have projections <clears throat> on the castle, and they have you know things sprayed on on the fountains. And Paris is normally a windier place to be than Orlando is. So if you think it's bad there on the odd time that they, it gets affected by wind, think about what it's like in Disneyland Paris. 
Oh, he's a that bit was of a shocking, that show. Yeah, I agree. Shocking. Full of wind. So, Ryan, what do we know how long this is running for? You know, is this just for the Halloween uh, well, it's, weekend? It's, or? The norm, it's the normal show that they were running. Yeah. Um, and as far as I understand, they were testing it this weekend, but it looks like they have a time um, for Halloween booked in. But that's that's as far as we know at this point. So it looks mm. like they're going to be testing it again on Halloween and then nothing beyond that. But I would assume that if things go well, they'll continue. I guess the only thing in relation to that is both parks are hitting capacity every weekend at the moment. And yeah. so three weekends in a row, they've hit capacity. Everyone's like, oh, that means Universal's busier than Disney. I don't necessarily think that it's people traveling for their vacations. I think they're taking advantage of the, the insane deal that Universal released to Florida residents a couple of months ago. It was like $100 and you get to visit the park every day from I think it was like August until the end of the year and I think it's a lot of people coming back um, who are annual pass holders or Florida residents that are enjoying the parks time and time again for almost no money at all whereas Disney would never do an offer like that. That was that was one of my pieces of news they actually uh, emailed the annual pass holders and asked them to stay away at weekends didn't they? Yeah I, yeah, I, saw I got that. that I got that email but, yeah yeah, so they said if you if your plans are flexible, consider visiting on a weekday when the attendance tends to be later, which is kind of interesting. So they're trying to spread things out. So what do we what do we think? Do we think this is just because of Orlando residents now thinking that uh, life is back to normal, virus isn't much of a problem anymore? Do we think that's what's I, happened? Or I mean, I think obviously they're they're going to be running the park probably i mean if it's anything like disney 25 percent capacity let's say right now you think how many I don't know how many of those 100 ish dollar tickets they sold to residents but they can come back as many times as they like until end of the year well and december ish i think it is why would you not take advantage of it if you know the parks are operating relatively safely you know as safe as a park can be during the middle of a worldwide pandemic you know, if you've been back once or twice and you've not caught the virus, then you're probably just going to keep going back. Um, I see they've put new signs up basically saying, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, it, you're going to be escorted off property. You know, they're, they're trying to enforce that a bit more. But yeah, I think I don't see them making an awful lot of money despite the parks hitting capacity. I think a lot of these people are going to be the $100 ticket holders. Yeah, but they're not making the money on the ticket price anyway, are they? They're making their money on merch sales. Yeah, and obviously they've had the the the, the fortune of being able to run two houses and keeping the the shop open, which is going to be making them a fortune on all of the Halloween Horror Nights merchandise. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how, even with all of that, like 25% capacity at most, most of them probably annual pass holders or residents. Be interesting to see how much money they're actually making. Yeah, but even take away the discount. I mean, what was discount about ten percent? Mm-hmm. I think on merch. I mean, you know, those those t-shirts are being sold at what twenty, thirty dollars a pop. Yeah. Depending, yeah. I know, I know. I don't know if they were on sale in the parks, but obviously, um, got Halloween Horror Night t-shirts. Some of those were already reduced. I don't know if that was in the parts as well, but let, let's just say $30, $30 plus tax, right? 
So you take off your 10%. Those t-shirts are costing them a couple of dollars to make. They're still making a ton of profit on, on that merch. Oh, on the merch, yeah. But as a resort, I don't know how how well they're doing at the minute. Yeah, especially the hotel closures and stuff. Well, yeah, all the staff I mean, all the staff being being made redundant effectively. Um operating at 25% capacity. Now, if I'm being honest, this time of year during the day, I can't see Universal hitting much more than 25%. 30% capacity anyway. Certainly when I've been there during the week, it it's dead. There's no queue for any of the rides this time of year. Mm. I mean, Halloween Horror Nights is the exception. It's packed, like ridiculously so. And that's where they make all their money this time of year. But outside of that, I can't see the capacity being too different. Maybe the difference is international tourists potentially spend a lot more on merchandise. Who knows? I don't know the, the figures on that. But if it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip, I'm, I'm sure... People are spending much more on, on merchandise than you know the average person that goes for the limited edition merch drops once or twice a month, and that's it. They're probably more likely though, to be consistent buyers. Yeah, although um, Chapek from Disney certainly referenced the fact that international travellers made them more money than annual pass holders in the last earnings call, which annoyed a lot of people. Yeah, but I mean, that's because most international travellers won't be won't have any kind of discounts, will they? What is that? And uh, they'll be staying on property as well. Yeah. Yeah. So more inclined for food and stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting about the uh, about the attendance. And also as well, I've I've heard and I I don't know how true this is, but although they're cracking down on masks, they're also uh, quite happy for people to move their masks for photos, which Disney aren't. People are still yeah. doing it in Disney, mind you, but country officially. So I, you know, I'm a bit. I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Really. Well, a famous hand, famous country singer um, was took a photo of him and his family in Frontierland in in Disney World um, without their masks on, and people are going a bit bananas over it. Yeah. Rightfully so, because why is it run, one rule for them? That's that's how I feel. I'm not saying... You know, look, the thing is, nobody who's there at the moment wants to have their once-in-a-lifetime photos with them all wearing masks, except to remind everybody that time they went during a pandemic, right? Mm. But if that's the rule, and it is under no circumstances can you have your masks off when you want to take a photo then you can't pick and choose who that applies to. I don't care how famous you are. I mean, I'd never heard of this guy anyway. No, I hadn't either. I know I know he is a known uh, country singer, but I'd never heard of him. Um, and I, I don't really care if you're famous or not. Um, just keep your mask on. Otherwise, there, there, there then becomes a distinction between what you can get away with because they're, you know, they're saying they're, their own signs say, if we see you, you know, take your mask off, we'll escort you out of the park. Yeah, I think I think what's interesting about COVID in Orlando, and this obviously applies to every park, not just Universal, but I'm hearing more and more talk that they're going to be opening up international travel again, um, with the provision that everyone has had a COVID test before. So that they've been talking about it over here more and more that 
there's these kind of hour tests that you can get when you're at the airport, which I think they started last week. Um, that's for me is going to become the norm for at least the next couple of years. If you if you want to go to the states or other countries that aren't in the corridor, whatever they call it, the ones that you're allowed to travel to for some reason, um, you're going to have to have a COVID test and you're going to have to wait an hour for it to come back. Um, and I think that's going to be the way it is. That's how I think we'll all be heading back to the, well, not necessarily us, but how the UK will all be heading back to Orlando relatively soon is through those hour COVID tests. You, you've got to remember, Brian, that um, COVID is only going to exist for another uh, 10 days. Because Trump has said that if he gets re-elected, then there'll be no more talk of COVID. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you're right. So the, the so borders will be open. Yeah, no wonder he's going to win the next election. You know, he's eradicating COVID in 10 days. First first person in the world. Thank God for that. Exactly. It's about bloody time, if you ask me, Shane. Uh, if there's a choice between COVID and Trump, I'll take COVID, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've seen we've seen those rallies in Florida, so we know we know which way that state's going to go. Bring uh, on the disease, and this will either age really well or pretty badly. Um, I had seen, I don't know if anyone else knows this, that the um, you know we, we've not hit Halloween yet, but the Christmas decorations are up. I know. And there's my other bit of news. Garning Craig, tell us about it. No, no. I- I, I can't now. I'm too distraught. Of course you can. You've got it there in front of you. No, it's it's gone now. It doesn't matter. Hey, come on. No, no, it really has gone now. Stop closing I windows. Yourself to look at it. Why? Too distraught. Why? 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 I'm not going into the light, Nan and Granddad. It's not me time. Why? Why are they? Why now? Uh, why now? That's the question. Me nan why, and granddad or Christmas? Christmas. Well, both. But we'll, we'll focus on Christmas for now. I mean, yeah, you'd wait until at least after Saturday, surely. It would help. Do you think it's to pull people away from the Halloween park? What? Because it's Maybe. only islands. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. Because islands is pants, isn't it? I mean, are you got, just are you just saying something lesser, controversial tonight? No, it is. It's a tired park. It it is. We all agree that it's the. It's, it's got, a weaker. Come on, come park. on. It's got Hagrid. It's got Spider Man. It's got Hulk. It's got Jurassic Park. It's got a new Jurassic coaster on the way. It's got King yeah, Kong. It's tired though, isn't it? It's it, also it's got lands and it's got individual rides that might be better, depending on the person, if they want to ride thrill rides or not. But it's also got some really shocking lands that need destroying. It's got so, one land that needs to be destroyed. Oh, yeah. Like burn that down. Burn it down immediately. Yeah. The, the cartoon one? What about Zeus? Oh, no, no. No, Zeus needs to stay. But no, you're right. It's, there's two lands. There's the Toon area and... Um, the, the land that I always forget because I have to erase it from my memory. Zeus needs cheering up. Yeah, but Toon Lagoon needs destroying. I think they need to keep the theme of Zeus. Marvel needs burning to the ground. Marvel's shocking. The rides are brilliant. Retheme the rides to something else. But the land, now we've got real Marvel, that land is shocking. 
I don't I don't necessarily agree. Mm, I think you do. It's, it's there's some quaintness about it. I don't think it's it's a bit nineties. It's a bit nineties. Exactly. I'll, I'll give you that. But you're talking like Universal itself is this amazingly themed park. It's not. It's not really. Again, the rides are good. You're just pissed off because there's no Jimmy Fallon ride in Islands, aren't you? That's what it is. Christ. There will be. You'll get the Won't money's be. worth out of it and it'll, to put it in somewhere. It'll be. They'll, um, get, they'll get their money's worth out of it. The reason Jimmy Fallon's got yeah, a ride is because they've got that. no no money invested in it. James Corden will be in Islands of Adventure in his version of it and he'll that, go to the sun and not the moon. If that happens, then I'm never going to Islands again. You hear, you're hearing it, and I'm, I'm we'll stick to that. He's on a different network. It's fine. It's never going to happen. It's all right. It's He's fine. literally typing up the Inside the Magic article now. James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard it from a group of podcasters with inside knowledge. Well, <sighs> speaking about the Marvel land that Craig hates so much, our old friend, Mr. Jim Hill, was talking about that on his, uh, on his show today, wasn't he? He was. And he reckons I'm not I don't know. The thing the thing with Jim is we don't know for sure. But um he he's talking about um them possibly putting one of those into the new Universal Park. In uh, the Beijing one that's opened up. Because at the moment they've got a Transformers land being developed so they're going to have the the transformers ride obviously um but they're going to have a few more bits around it as well and uh he's saying that uh disney might give them the marvel license over there but when is being beijing open um is it 22 uh no it's already open oh no opened opening may 21 21. I mean, it's not going to open in 21, is it? Mm, I don't know. They're, they're, they're ahead, aren't they? Right, so if that's the case, let's say they are opening in 21, they're not swapping a land out now. They're not going to say, no, right, that Transformers right? yeah, let's just change all of the animatronics and effects on that and put Spider-Man in. Well, it's, what, what have they got to change? Well, the, the, all, there's quite a lot of practical effects in that. Yeah, but most of them are very similar to the, the Spider-Man ride anyway, aren't they? Yeah, but you've got like Transformer figures in the ride. You've got the whole sets of the uh, are built to look like the Transformers film. I, I mean, had had this been come up like maybe a year ago, I might be like, okay, maybe. But we're less than a few months away in theory for our opening. I can't see them swapping it out to Marvel now. Hmm. Universal really got the money to go, okay, yeah, let's just uh, spend another 500 mil in, in changing that around. Although, I mean, they are building, they've already announced they're going to build a second park. So maybe maybe it might be tied more into that and maybe the, the translation is not right. Um, so the area that they've announced is called Transformers Metro Base. And you'll love these. So we've got Transformers Ride 3D, which will obviously be 
the same ride that we've got in the other parks. We've got the Decepti Coaster. See what we've done there? Which is uh, the carbon copy of Hulk, right? Yeah. Uh, Bumblebee Boogie. Brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Transformers Battle for the Allspark. Which can we, can we just... I'm guessing is a show. I don't know. Can we just talk a minute about Bumblebee Boogie? And that is finally an attraction name. That is, they've got it right. It's easy to say. It's yep. fun. You know yep. what you're going to get. Yep. Well, Storm, I don't know. Stormforce with some um, shitty dance music. That's what I assumed it would be. I was thinking more uh, of that Mater ride at um, California, which I suppose is a bit similar to the Cars attraction at Disneyland Paris. Well, it's kind of like yeah. teacups, but it's it's more than teacups. And the yeah. um, what's the, like the alien, alien one, one in Toy yeah. Story? Yes. Oh yeah, ass yeah, same ride system yeah. But I mean, you could I can imagine you get some nice eighties tunes at Bumblebee Boogie, so that could work quite well. Um, also, do you know what else they're building at uh, Beijing? Waterworld, a live sea spectacular. Of course. That has, that has got to be... When's it? Uh, opening 95. Just a 1995, are they serious? Yep, opening 1995. And is, that, is that all they've got to go on now, is it? A 1995 yep. movie that no one of my generation's even seen. Well, that's your fault. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Pardon. I've seen Waterworld. Yeah, all right, no one from my generation. It's an classic. Yeah, we watched War World recently, didn't we, Craig? Yeah, it's boss. The podcast, yeah. Um, Walter World is found at Universal Studios Hollywood, but opened in 95. It opened in Universal Studios Japan in 2001 and Singapore in 2010. That's amazing. It's meant to be a really good show. Like anyone oh. I know that's been to Hollywood, it's meant to be an amazing show. Absolutely. It looks incredible. It's like, good, but. I've seen clips and stuff. It seems really strange to be. Introducing it in a brand new park. Well, I can understand maybe why they're keeping it, but like Transformers, I I understand right because um, the Chinese market loves those films. Does that mean is there love for Waterworld? I don't know. Maybe there is. I mean, it'll be twenty twenty six years old by the time is it opens. If is if it, it just a fella year. doing the, like the backstroke through fire? Yes. Wasn't nice. that the it's a really Miami-based stunt show that, yeah. repl- that was replaced by it? Yeah, yeah. It's... There you go. I don't know why they don't just bring back Miami base. <laughs> I think that it used to be. Was it the A-Team stunt show there before, or was that always on land? Not sure. Don't know. Either way, I mean, when I've seen clips on this thing, it does look really impressive. They've got the uh, the, the big biplane. You've got lots of fire and, um, you know, explosive effects. It does look really good. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. But we're still surprised that it's going into a brand new part. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing that surprises me as well. I mean, at this point in time, the, the Water World attraction has got to be more popular than the film. Or certainly better remembered anyway. What yeah. other water-based show could they do? Well, just create your own story. 
why can you come up with your own concept? You can even use the same effects. Really? Just Mad Max. Mad Max, yeah. You know. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's Titanic. interesting. You could do that Bond movie where um, there's that underwater base. That's about five James Bond movies. <laughs> Ripley's Ripley's spitting into the speakers as he hears this. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see because I mean, obviously that that is a, a huge bone of contention um, in Orlando, isn't it? It's the fact that you know Disney can't actually do anything with the Marvel stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if they're trying to license it out to Beijing. Well, the thing is, though, I, I don't know if. Um... So there's a couple of things for me. So apparently construction is due to finish at the end of this year, and that's still on track. So I can't see them swapping the land out now. And the other thing is, if you look at Disney's upcoming slate of films for Marvel, most of them are now including characters that they are now, I'm pretty confident, free to use in, the, in their Orlando parks. Mm. So you've got, obviously, Guardians, you've got... Um, um, Doctor Strange, you've got um, even you know Wanda, Vision. I'm pretty sure they're allowed to be to to be used. Um, and then you've got the the other films. I can't remember the top of my head, but there's a couple more on the way that we've never seen on screen before. Pretty sure Disney will be allowed to use them. I just, I just, yeah, I just don't see it happening. I just can't. I mean, maybe, but for me, it just seems like two years ago when they've just started construction, maybe. When it's just finishing, they're not going to just throw a land in the bin, surely. No, it does. It does seem a little bit, a little bit strange. Unless um, they haven't committed a lot of physical assets, and they're going to delay the park, they've got enough time to rework it. Yeah, I mean, unless, I mean, unless everything's getting off. pushed back, isn't it? Mm. Might be a future expansion they're talking about. There, there is definitely there is a future expansion. They've they've announced that already. Um, it doesn't look like I'm just looking at Shanghai Disney now. There's meet and greets of Marvel characters, but I don't see an attraction. Again, I I don't know how popular the the Marvel movies are in in China. I know Transformers is like the only market where it makes money now. No, like Marvel, Marvel's popular. That's one of the reasons why Endgame did so well. Right. Okay. It's got a big audience there, but it's weird that there's no Marvel attractions. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably, Disney can use the Marvel characters in Shanghai. Yeah, I thought so. I think the licensing agreement was only for East Coast of America, wasn't it? Yeah, it's only for Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, it's east of the Mississippi, isn't it? You got Iron Man over there. Yeah, uh, Hong yeah. Hong Kong has Iron Man. The Iron Man experience, yeah. Oh, and the, the ride, right? Where's Ant Man? Ant Man's knocking around somewhere. Hong Kong. Mm. But he's hard to see. <laughs> yeah, he might be elsewhere. Just yeah. an attraction that no one goes into. Um, yeah, it's a really short lane. Yeah, I can't it's, see. It's a four-hour wait, but it's a really short lane. Yeah. I can't see. Um, I can't see a, a Marvel attraction. Other than like this, this Marvel Superheroes Marvel Universe thing. Shanghai is a beautiful park, some great rides, but there isn't an awful lot. No. Well, that's why you would think that they would hold back, you know, that those characters for expansions in Shanghai. I mean, it's a pretty big park, I think, isn't it? I think it's got land. It definitely got space, yeah. yeah. 
Yes, yeah. Hmm. Oh, there is a Zootopia land getting built at Shanghai. I did forget about that. Ah, uh, yeah. True. That means it's definitely there's definitely going to be a sequel on the way for that. As far as there's been a TV spin-off yet, but um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. I mean, it, obviously, there is there is some uh, you know relationship there between Universal and Disney from Islands of Adventure. Well, sorry, not not Universal and Disney, Universal Marvel. Um, you would have thought that they want to use the characters in their own theme park. I would think if any deal's done now, it won't be exclusive, uh, like an exclusive deal in Shang in in China. No, because they no will want to have some of that. But at the same time, Ryan, you're right. I mean, I, I was just reading today that Oscar Isaac's in final or advanced discussions to become Moon Knight. Wait, sh- surely that's not the Oscar Isaac that said he wouldn't work with Disney again. Um, I, I, I think he meant Star Wars. Oh, all right, okay. Not that they're the same company anymore. No, no, no. And he was still doing the voice in the animated series up until recently, so <laughs> there is that. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting choice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so maybe that's how they get around it, just by, by doing all this new stuff now. But either way, um, we'll, we'll keep our eyes on that. We've either just broken something really, uh, really early, uh, with our Beijing listeners, or we haven't. Time will tell, I suppose. Um, Sinead, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? No, yes, I've covered all of mine. <laughs> I got another and one. And I'm actually not being Craig there for once. <laughs> You'll never Craig. Don't don't ever say that again. What did you have today? Well, this one is an interesting one because it is Universal and it is Orlando, but it's not theme park related so anybody know what I'm talking about car park nope a new universal hotel coming to Orlando and it's um, a hotel that's being actually three are going in one in Atlanta one in Orlando and one in Biloxi Mississippi and these are being developed by the Universal Music Group so separate from Universal Parks Mm. But it looks like they're going to be music venues as well as music-themed hotels. Um, so it sounds quite interesting. Um, no location is known for the Universal Park, for the, sorry, the Orlando Hotel yet. But uh, it's uh, quite an interesting concept. A venue, major venue and hotel in one. I mean, that sounds a little bit like, uh, I know kind of loosely, but we get in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because that was the thing that confused me the most was when I was going to see um, the Billboard Music Awards that was being hosted at the MGM uh, Grand. Mm-hmm. And going in there and you're in this massive, already a massive hotel. And then in this massive hotel is a venue the size of the O2. Yeah. Just, just in there, it's ridiculous. Mm. So, those kind of things can work. Um, if only there was some land near iDrive that Universal had that's not being used at the moment. Mm. Mm. I wonder. Nah. Well, that's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm guessing it, it's going to have to be away from the parts because. 
Yeah. They've already got Hard Rock, haven't they? Yeah, they have, yeah. And I'm guessing that would be a conflict of interest. So yeah, I mean, they're actually they're separate companies, apparently. Hmm. The Universal Music Group is owned by a French conglomerate called Vivendi. That's right, yeah. Um, and they used to own Universal Studios before they sold them to Comcast. Uh, General Electric first, I think. Mm. Um, and then it became part of Comcast. That's right, yeah, because it was Vivendi Universal, wasn't it? Mm. Vivendi Universal yeah. Group. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Biloxi, Mississippi. That's all. Interesting one. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Atlanta, I get. Orlando, yeah. Okay. Biloxi, not quite sure what the whether it's a. I mean, obviously, it's there's quite a lot of music based in the south, but. Um, Is that a casino town as well? I don't know. I've never been there. Never been to Mississippi. No. I've heard. I've heard Biloxi before. Hmm. But I'm not sure why. No. Um, Ryan. Yes. I'm surprised you've gone this far. With without you talking about the Mario Cafe. Uh the one that's opened up in um, Japan. Yes. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. So they they've they've opened it um, ahead of the land next year, um, to giving us a little bit of a sneak peek to food and merchandise that's going to be available in Super Nintendo next year um i think i think it looks pretty cool i mean i was going to be going to japan this year to see the land but alas that didn't happen and now i'm probably just going to wait for 2023 and and hit hollywood and disneyland in the same trip Mm. i mean it looks incredible like the the land looks incredible i can't yeah i can't wait i mean i do i do still want to make it over to japan i definitely will go to to Universal, but yeah, it looks incredible. That from what I've seen of the leaks of the Mario Kart ride, I've not really seen anything from Yoshi, but for Mario Kart, it's going to be insane. That the whole land looks absolutely ridiculous. Like I've been playing Nintendo games since I was three years old, and this looks like a dream come true. It looks like the next kind of Harry Potter for Universal. Can't believe how much they make it look like the map. That's that's the thing that got me when I saw the the drone footage or you know the, the drone images um from up high looking down on the land you know it looked like a map from mario game yeah i was really yeah. really like shocked at what it looked like yeah and you can um obviously you can play like games on your phone when you're in the land as well so they're trying to like, kind of make it more more like a video game experience yeah but I mean, you can already see from from as you say, it's a bit like a, it's a bit like the the Disneyland Paris Preview Center or the Euro Disney Preview Center. You know, it just gives you some ideas of what's to come. Um, but we've seen some food offerings; they look quite Japanese. About yeah, that I, could, I could definitely see those changing. Um, I don't think they'll change. I think it's it's what uh, local taste is. It looks really weird to us. But oh, I mean, when they come over to Hollywood. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. The merchandise, um, I don't think will. I think even the, I think even the carrier bags actually said Hollywood on them. Yeah. I think I spotted that they had um, Universal 
Japan and Hollywood on on the bag at the bottom. So they've started that branding early. But yeah, the um, I think the drink, like the food and drink, look great. Like I definitely try it all. And the the merchandise looks cool. Lots of, like you can get like Mario and Luigi caps and hoodies and jackets. I don't think there's a, there's not an awful lot of love for characters that don't sit within the main Mario team, which is a bit of a shame. And I hope that that changes when the land opens. I think it will. I think this is just a preview. It's got yeah. to. And I, and I think what's interesting is if Universal want to take this Nintendo relationship seriously, you've got so much to go on. Like outside of Mario, you've got Legend of Zelda, Kirby, Donkey Kong, like Pokemon. Pokemon is, is massive. If you can capitalize on that, I mean, they're going to be making billions. I like the, um, just look at the merchandise now. I like the, uh, the sippy cup. The toad one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that I I didn't end up going this year because I would have spent a lot of money. Yeah, you'd spend. I can see you spend. A lot, you'd spend a lot of money now just in the the preview shop, let alone oh, when all the stuff is out. I, I, I'm just looking at some photos in the shop, and to be honest, there's not an awful lot in there that I wouldn't buy. Yeah, I'm not a great fan of like the hats. I just never wear, so there's no point buying them. But like the jackets and t-shirts, absolute bollocks. <laughs> absolute bollocks you would be there walking around every day with every other person in those parks wearing a mario hat okay you, no you're right you're right i would wear them in the parks outside of the parks yeah you're not wearing them down to brighton beach no 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 exactly unless but, it's pride day but i suppose i do try and go get to at least one universal park every year so i could at least i could still wear it in orlando that'd be the only bit of nintendo in orlando it looks, you know, it's it's the new Mickey ears, isn't it? But more comfortable. Yeah, they do look quite comfy. I mean, far better than a bit of plastic going into your head. Yeah. I can't be doing Mickey ears or Mickey Mouse hats. It just hurt too much. They do. I've tried it as well. They're not too big. But that looks cool. Looks really cool. I can't wait for it to, to open properly and, and see some, you know, real, real footage. The inside as well looks really cool. Like it looks like they've got like toad tables and like blocks where the um, where you would order your food from. They look really cool. Yeah, yeah. I've not done it by halves. It'll be interesting to see if it's there when it opens. If this is just going to be a little preview, or they'll keep it there. Yeah, I reckon they'll keep it there. I reckon there'll be enough enough people buying from. It's almost like. Um, Star Wars is in Hollywood and that you can buy Star Wars merchandise pretty much in every shop. Mm. I think the, the same will probably apply with Nintendo over here. Yeah, maybe. Uh, was there anything else anyone wanted to bring up? Nothing for me. Well, in that case, we'll leave the parks and Craig, I'm going to pass the baton over to you. Hello, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. Interested in a universal vacation? I can help you find the best deal for your family. There are tons of options at Universal and I can help you choose the best ones and help build an itinerary to help you maximize your time there. I make the plans and you make the memories. Contact me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. Oh, hey, so for this segment, I'm only going to talk American. Is that okay, everybody? Uh... No, because, well, I don't know. When are you going to start talking American? I'm talking American right now, just for Todd. 
I mean, I I don't think that's any place that exists in America. Okay. Okay, so we're down to the last four. Oh, now you sound American. Thanks, mate. Um, so the first one, everybody, is Flight of the Hippogriff versus The Simpsons Ride. Oof. Easy. This is like two dog turds. Which one do you want to stand in? The constipated one or the diarrhea one? Hmm. Mm. Constipated one every time, so it's a hippogriff for me. Ooh. Okay. Simpsons knocks me sick every time I go on it. It's clunky. It's a slow loader. The queue isn't always long when you're going in until you turn around the bend and then you just want to die because it <laughs> seems to take hours to load. And the Simpsons jokes are on a two-minute loop and they're funny the first time you see them and they're not funny the twelfth time you've seen them. And then you go in and it's a 30-year-old ride system that just needs ripping out and burning. Is that not... I can go on with my girls and have a giggle. Is that not the same... Your your comment about the two-minute jokes... Mm-hmm. On a loop, is that not the same for Jimmy Fallon? No, because because you're never in the queue long enough in Jimmy Fallon to see all the jokes. <laughs> Either yeah. way, there's the mission that the ride's not very good. <laughs> Fair play. Jimmy Fallon is in 3D and doesn't knock you sick. The Simpsons is out of focus. It's blurred. There's chewing gum on the screen. It, it, it's computer graphics when it could be a cartoon. It's just manky. It's dirty. It's old. It's leaking when it rains, when you're inside it. You can see the water gushing in. It just needs burning to the ground. But Craig, can you just stop sitting on the fence and just... <laughs> You've got to vote. I've voted. I'm, I'm putting the epigraph through. I don't care what any of you say. Thank you. Uh, Sinead? Come on, Sinead. Um, I'm going to go with the Hippogriff as well. I'm not... Boom. I feel like Ryan's going to disown me, but I'm not a massive Simpsons fan and I didn't massively enjoy the ride, so I'm going to go with the Hippogriff. Uh, Mr. D? On the other way. Simpsons. Thank you. Yeah. I'll tell you why. I mean, I, I know that it can make people motion sick, but I don't get motion sick, so that, that doesn't bother me, but I understand why other people... <laughs> might not like it for that reason yeah um but i think you know the the movie the simpsons movie is pretty funny there's a couple of couple of good gags in it a couple of good effects um the hippogriff's just naff it's just a, a reworked what was it before it was a unicorn ride wasn't a it flying unicorn i think yeah, flying unicorn. Good. i mean it's 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 not even as good as the barnstormer and i don't even think it lasts as long and that's and that's saying something it's just nothing, really. You queue up for a long time, you get on it, you sit down, and you get off again. Might as well just sit on a park bench. I mean, nothing happens. Um, whereas at least The Simpsons, there's a couple of laughs and there's a bit of a sensation. That, that sensation might be vomit, but still, at least you get something out of it. Yeah. Pocket full of someone else's vomit. Yeah, can be used as part of a calorie-controlled diet. I mean, then, Ryan... 
Jeremy. Yeah, but I'll admit the Simpsons ride does need an overhaul or replacing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with a lot of your points, Craig. To be honest, I think it is it is blurry. It's it's not good enough for Universal to be putting out a ride that is blurry. Um, I think it would look better if it was in the classic Simpsons style. I think it looked great when it was first um, when it first got opened, but now you know, riding it last year, it's definitely aged real bad. However, I do think the Simpsons jokes are good. I had Express, so I didn't see any of the um, jokes repeated. There's a fantastic one where the um, where Dr. Emmett Brown is there uh, with Professor Frink, and even even that by itself it beats Flight of Hippogriff, to be honest. But yeah, I think Flight of Hippogriff incredibly short. Definitely see Craig's point on being able to to ride with the kids. I think something that's going to be incredibly important to me in in the years ahead. Um, however, at this point, The Simpsons always produces a laugh, um, and it's got to go through for me. And you know, I'm not Simpsons' biggest fan. I do love The Simpsons. Um, it's not been great for a few years, but rewatching it and seeing some of the the in jokes in the queue, in everything up to the up to the queue, including seeing some of the old clips, but also in the when you're waiting, it is a bit um, bit long when you're loading. But I think the the video. The, the clips in the safety video using itchy and scratchy incredible yeah and um and i mean sideshow bob is the villain yeah you know, possibly the show's best villain um i mean what can you say flight of the hippogriff um flight of the hippogriff reminds me um of having sex doesn't last very long and uh extremely disappointed it happened so quickly it just like you blink and it's done i only did it for the first time last year i'm talking about a ride now not sex <laughs> and um like it's it's just it's just boring you get you don't even get any really good views of anything You're still talking about your sex life no no i get good views for that it's just it like you don't get any good views of the park it's it's just over so so quickly you're like what the and on top of that it's right it's uncomfortable it like, is uncomfortable, those, those cars are so uncomfortable it's it's designed for five-year-olds and hornswoggle and that's it um they're the only people that can enjoy that ride um the simpsons got better jokes um it, it makes me feel a little bit green under the gills but then so there's um Sucks. So does sex, and so does uh, Forbidden Journey. So, you know, it's it's not. I can't really say much more than that. Um, and you know, at one point you get swallowed by uh, or used as a pacifier by Maggie Simpson, and you smell like baby powder. You don't get that on Hippogriff. So, um, Simpsons for me. But we do have one other person throwing his hat in. Oh, come on! Hang on, hang on. So we've got. Him. Two for Hippogriff, three for Simpsons, right? Mm. right. So P-Dubs gone. P-Dubs has said to me, this is a difficult one. Hippogriff, my knees are under my chin. The oh, Simpsons makes me end. sick, but I'm going for The Simpsons just because I have loved that show right back to when it started. So, Simpson win. P-Dubs missed an opportunity there. He should have said, Hippogriff, I've got my knees up to my chin. And Simpsons, I've got my head between my knees. <laughs> Boom. Boom. 
Okay, so I'm slightly disappointed. Come on, Sinead, let's let's get the next one through. Oh, this will this will be a landslide. Um, Kangan Konos Hale and Twale versus Skull Island and um, King Kong. Hmm. Well, I'll read you what P Dub said first. Let him go first this time. So he said. Um, was more difficult than it should have been. Ooh. We had fun on Kang and Kudos last year. Kong, having seen the actual attractions, pretty much the same as the Tramton in Hollywood, wasn't as good as it could be. But Kong takes it just for the great facade uh, for Cade and the queue line. So he's going Kong. Um, I'll get his son quickly. No, no question, Kong, for me. Yeah, I'm the same Kong all day long. Um, the queue, uh, the witch, the scares, the jumps, the jump scares, uh, the slug teared thing trying to eat you. And then just the immersive 3D is absolutely phenomenal. You can go on that ride 10 times and still pick out different things. And then when Kong does work at the end, it's very effective. You've also got the... The, the re-ride ability with the four different drivers as well and a bit of their story. So definitely Kong. So Sinead, have you had a go on these I, or I haven't ha- I haven't been on either of them, but I would I would probably pick Kong. It looks like a really, really good attraction and I'm excited to go on it whenever I go back to Universal. Boom. Uh, who's next, Ryan? What about? I mean, one one's a fairground ride and one's a proper ride, so Kong wins for me. Well, one of them's Dumbo, basically, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's still a good ride. You still oh, have no, a laugh no, on no. it. Yeah, for sure. But you know, going up against Kong, it's it's not going to win. And um, who've we got left, Mister D? Yeah, same really for the for the all the same reasons really. It's a it's a big ticket ride, Kong. Yeah. The other one's just a kind of minor attraction, really. So it's um, it's a bit of a an off balance match. But uh, there you go, Kong wins. Okay, Kong this... wins flawless victory. <laughs> this is another flawless victory. I don't even know why I'm asking you this. Uh, Forbidden Journey versus Doctor Doom. <sighs> go on, Craig. <laughs> Forbidden Journey um, knocks me green every time I go on it now. It's a displeasurable experience. At the start, it was brilliant. Everything's out of sync on it now. Um, Hamani is out of sync. They're all out of sync. Some of the effects have been turned off. But it's still what it is, isn't it? And Doctor Dooms is just shit. It's the PlayStation ride from Blackpool. Oh, yeah. I forgot they had that in Blackpool. Yeah. Isn't it called PlayStation the Ride? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And it's literally the slowest um, loader. We, was it, was it me and you, Nick, or me and Stuart that got took off it because the fella who was sitting with us wouldn't put his phone away? Uh, It was you and Stuart because I've not done Doom in about a decade. So we, we queued for the however long, insanely long. Then they're doing the safety checks, insanely long. And then the 
donut in between me and Stuart because we were, I think we were put either side and this donut was put in the middle, wouldn't put his phone away. So we all, he pressed the emergency button and the whole ride's got to reset then. Oh, God. Yeah. So we all got taped off. So it can only be Forbidden Journey. So He's, he's down the four side or three side. I think it's three side off the top of my head. I think you might be right, um, but I remember because I didn't, I didn't want to go on it. I was forced on it by my wife, and I just remember it taking forever. Like you, you think when you're going on to the attraction, you're going to be doing the attraction very soon after, and you're not. It takes forever, and you think, oh, I'll get up there and I'll have knocking dead views of the park. And all you see is the roofs of Marvel Superhero Island and the air conditioning units. <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. anyone else want to vote? Sinead, come on. Forbidden journey. Boom. Like getting to go through the castle and everything is just great. And the spider scheme, the spider scheme, the spider scene scared the bejesus out of me. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go for the journey. I'd, I'd put the castle as better than the ride now. It needs really cleaning up, but the castle's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ryan? I mean, forbidden, yeah, forbidden journey any day of the week, walking through the castle um, and fond memories of of Dan sat next to me and his change going absolutely everywhere as, uh, <laughs> as we went almost upside down during the Wampin' Willow scene. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And Mr. D? Yeah, same. I mean, um, I think uh, for Big Journey's still a good ride. Not perfect, but, you know, the castle is amazingly themed and the ride itself, I think, is pretty good. There's some good minutes. But what I'd love to see, though, is I'd love to see what it could have been, you know, because there was an original version that was deemed too scary. It had yeah. extra Dementors coming down and things like that. Why, why wouldn't they turn all that on at Halloween? And, and have a warning on it, you know, maybe just do it like after seven o'clock or during Halloween Horror Nights or whatever. And, you know, super, super spooky, forbidden journey. There's an opportunity for yeah, But for how Universal. scary were these dementors that you'd have to be trained? Would they, would they I mean, slitting people's throats? What were they doing? <laughs> they were sucking their souls out. That's, I mean, you know, for real. Actually, people it? were leaving the rage soulless. Wasn't it supposed That's to what be they feel like after Doom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it supposed to be that when you got face to face with them and they kind of breathe at you, that you were supposed to see your face projected in the smoke? But you do. You do see that. Well, kind of. I mean, it doesn't and work it's very shit. well. Yeah, yeah, it's crap. Yeah. But they could they could plus it up, you know, they could max it out for Halloween as like a special edition, almost like a haunted mansion makeover. I mean, why? Why not? Oh, I, anyway. I mean, I remember when I first went on that ride, and I did, obviously didn't expect the Dementors to absolutely shit my pants. I, we queued up. We we were in the greenhouse. That's how big the queue was to get mm. in, and it kept breaking down, and we kept waiting, and we stayed in the queue. And I'll be honest, I was extremely emotional the first time I got off it because it was just so amazing. But now, when I get off it, I'm extremely emotional for a whole other set of reasons because I've gone green 
Yeah, so. again, I'm I'm lucky that 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 doesn't bother me. The the thing, the one thing about it that I really dislike is the whole locker area. It's oh, just oh, absolutely God, zoo. Yeah. yeah, you know they it's need like to do something. something about that. It's I can imagine that in COVID times. Yeah. I think aren't they? Uh, did we say this a few shows ago? Aren't they building another area for them? I think they so, should yeah. be. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, it's terrible. It is bad. Like it ruins the entire experience because you you've just come off, and I still think it's a great ride. I, I agree, it definitely needs um, touching up in places. But mm-hmm. you come off on, on quite a high. It's definitely one of Universal's um, best rides, and then it's hell to try and get your bag. Absolute carnage. Even like when I'm there in September, October, when during the day, as I said, it's quieter, it is carnage and it does ruin the experience. Sort of universal. That is that is the worst bit. Um and you know, the first time I went on it and felt green. I, I can't remember if, if you warned me, Craig, that it made it makes yeah, you feel yeah. ill, but I was like, nah. I, I I rode that thing so many times when it first opened, and then going back on it now, it's like, oh. But you know, the the ride technology is incredible. Um, I do like the fact that they have some some real things in there. Like, although it scares me, Aragog, um, and the Whomping Willow. You know, you have got practical things in there as well as screens. I think it's a good mix mash. When it works properly, it is fantastic. Um, and it is really thrilling. You do, you know, go quite far back. It's a lot more uh, violent than you think it's going to be in the way it moves you around. But it's extremely clever. It's it's uh, a really good attraction, but it just needs like some tightening up. But uh, yeah, it's got to be uh, it's got to be the one for me. Uh, Have you read Mister Dabs out? No. So he says. Like much of Marvel Island, Doom is a waste. It's an off-the-shelf drop ride. Journey is the best of the two originally newly created Potter rides and still fun. Uh, Journey for the win. Boom. Okay, now the last one could be a bit closer than maybe. Uh, Jurassic Park, the ride versus Transformers. I'm going to go first, get this out of the way. I am going to go with Jurassic Park purely because um, although Transformers is a good ride, it is just Spider-Man. There isn't another Jurassic Park. Um, the animatronics are good. You know, the big T-Rex is is really impressive. The, the drop always takes my breath away. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Okay, Sinead. Uh, I'm also going to go for Jurassic Park purely because I love dinosaurs and I always prefer a boat ride. So, easy one for me. Okay. Um, Ryan, come on. I, I'm so tall in this one. I absolutely love Transformers. Um, I think it's a great ride. But then I, I really love Jurassic Park as well. I literally it's so difficult to decide but based purely on the ride system being different i'm gonna have to go with jurassic park i probably go on transformers more because i get i don't like getting absolutely soaked um splash mountain fine jurassic park it's usually okay but you can get absolutely drenched but 
I think the riders are very clever. The animatronics are reasonably decent. Um, it is a tough one. I do really like Transformers, but I think Jurassic Park, because it's different, needs to take the win. Mr. D? Right. So this is tough. Um, so the definitely Transformers obviously is a much modern, more modern ride. But I don't I don't have a big affinity for the Transformers movies. They're okay. I, I don't think they're great. So I've got an all sort of emotional connection to to Transformers. I think the ride is good and every time we go to the park I will ride Transformers. Probably only once. And then as Nick said, it is a bit of a copy of Spider-Man. And Sp- I'd, I'd rather ride Spider-Man. So it's, it's not even a copy. It's the exact same attraction, yeah. but with a lift. Yeah, but then but then I like Spider-Man. I like the character. I like the story. So I've got more of a connection to Spider-Man than I have Transformers, even though it's the same, same ride system. Jurassic Park, really like the movies. Like Sinead, love dinosaurs. Love the drop at the end. Love the T-Rex. Being honest, though, the rest of it is pants. I mean, talk about a ride that needs a major overhaul. It, it really is boring, and the animatronics are massively out of date. I mean, there is literally, you know, it's it's sail through the movie set and then big drop at the end, and that's it. You know, there's nothing in the first 80% of that ride that's got any kind of thrill factor scare factor nothing so i'm gonna give it to jurassic park but i'm telling jurassic park you only won this by the skin of your teeth get your freaking acting gear what about what about the dabs of p so the dabs of p says this was a no contest for me I actually really like Transformers, but Jurassic Park is my favourite ride in both parts. It evokes such great memories from a wonderful movie franchise. The music, the going through the gates of the park, the animatronics just can't be beat. Oh, what? And I do think, I know, but... (laughs) He did did ride fizzy water instead of normal vitamin (laughs) water that you drink. He did did ride this while he was driving. Um... I mean, the thing is, what I will say is that I think this would have been a possibly a different matchup if Spider-Man didn't exist or if Spider-Man was being taken out of the parks. But I think because it, it is there already, it does make it harder, I think. Yeah, I mean, me... I'm going to give it to Jurassic Park as well. What? Uh, right. I absolutely adore the Transformers ride. I know. For me, it's on it's on par with Spider-Man for me. I love them both equally. I know the words. I couldn't recite them now. But when you're in there, I love the energy of the team members who are working there. They're all pumped up. Oh, you feel like you've achieved something. You feel like you've you've won at the end of it. They're all clapping you and shouting and whooping and hollering. Um, there's, you know, what's his name? What's the baddie called? Um, um, Decept- um, Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Megatron. Yeah. Megatron. He gets killed by a bit of water and that kills him at the end. You get a bit of a splash and everything like that. I just, I love it. But 
Jurassic Park, I've had so many laughs on that ride. The time Grandad got his walking stick caught in the mechanism and couldn't get out, and he was threatening to send him round again. (laughs) (laughs) And he's in the front, um, absolutely saturated. Um, The first time... Like we took Jack on it and that T Rex, and he literally shatters pants. And then when you've got off the ride, or you you're not even going on the ride, and you go to the viewing area, and you tell the kids to go and stand for a photograph, as and it comes down and absolutely soaks them. Um, the animatronics are shocking. The one with the long neck needs a chiropractor because he's had a crick in his neck now for about 10 years. Um, the dinosaurs have all got moss around the bases. Um, they, they need new skin putting on. They're, they're just lame, the weak, the shit. But it's, I've just had so many laughs on it. So, yeah, it's a whitewash again. I'm, I'm generally shocked. I am absolutely shocked, to be honest. Just because I know how much you love to ride as well. Uh, I do, but what can you do? You know, if if Transformers had to come up against Doom, it's through, isn't it? But yeah. it's gone. Yeah. Right, so that's it. That's the whole first round done. <laughs> yeah. For the next six months, we'll do round two. <laughs> well, I think because we're down to the last eight now. Oh, no, the last 16. We'll split that into two episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll try and get a winner by Easter. <laughs> <laughs> if we're still all alive. Might even get one out by, by Christmas, who knows? Boom. Um, cool. Thank you very much for that, Craig, and for setting it up. It's much appreciated. Update the scoreboards and come back to us. Um, and I think that's it, isn't it? Yes. I think so. Cool. Well, in that case, thank you very much for joining in. Thank you, dear listener, for downloading this. And we will see you for another episode in November. So we'll catch you then. Happy Halloween. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.